Good afternoon and welcome to NFTs Live. I'm your host, Tyler D. It is Tuesday, February 15th, a sunny and warmer day here in Chicago. We're coming off of Super Bowl weekends. The markets are hungover. NFT influencers are getting exposed, as are some projects. It's been a little bit of a rough start to the week. But I'm going to break it all down on today's quick episode. And on the docket for today, we've got Serial Club and NFT Ethics. Then we're going to talk Super Bowl letdown in the markets. Real estate on the blockchain. Then we'll take a look at our rotated segments. We'll do the weekend market movers, looking at the IC board. For one-on-ones, we're going to take a look at ACK, his latest mint. Then we'll take a look at the floors at WGMI with a focus on the milk token and cool cats, as well as the latest art blocks drop. Then we'll check in on the treasury ecosystem, some of their projects and floors, and then we'll end the show taking another look at Cameo Pass. A lot to cover. Sound good? All right. Well, let's get started. So our top news for today is related to uh, a fairly hyped new project that's dropping today uh, called Serial Club. Um, so I've covered this product briefly on this show. I've done a few segments on Lucky Trader as well, uh, talking about this project with Lou Sherman. Um, and we mostly just kind of talked about the product, some pros and cons, some reactions. So and I'll admit, I hadn't done full due diligence on this research and all the, the project founders. Um, some of the things that I initially liked, thought were the potential bull case for the project, um, was the idea of the, the serial brand. You know, we hadn't really seen that yet. Um, the, the art style what had the, the cute vibes. And then really the X factor for me was they, they announced the two Snapchat uh, guys with pretty high up positions in the Snapchat organization on their board of advisors. And then the, the bear case for me is it felt like it was a bit of a doodles derivative with some of the art styles they've got, uh, as well as potentially a higher entry on the, on the Dutch auction at 0.5 ETH. Um, so that's where I was at going into mint day here. And then this morning, NFT ethics came out with uh, a pretty aggressive Twitter tweet thread here, um, essentially calling the project a scam. So I'll go through it briefly. Um, Serial club into today's a scam associated with squiggles having a mint price of 0.5, uh, which worst case has project $11 million team is completely anonymous, no roadmap. Um, claiming they're backed by VCs, many other OG members banned from Discord, so on and so forth. Um, so this thread launching this morning, you know, certainly caught a lot of traction, got the, the NFT Twitter sphere into a bit of upheaval. Um, so I, I spent a good chunk of my morning kind of diving deeper into all of this. And so my, a few thoughts here um, as I've digested the situation a bit this morning. So I think NFT ethics is in the wrong with some of their claims here. And some of their claims are just provably false. So for instance, the team is not completely anonymous. Two of the founders on the Serial Club website are doxxed uh, and have their they have personal websites, they have links to their Instagram, everything about them is essentially out there. So that's false. Um, the association with Squiggle was not really a partnership. I think there was a, a, a 10 whitelist giveaway that, that seems pretty 
uh, pretty loose to really draw much in the way of a partnership uh, to that project, which was known as potential rug or, or scam. Uh, and then the, the last piece is essentially calling it a cash grab because of the Dutch auction. I mean, Dutch auction is where you let the market decide what they're comfortable paying, right? And so I, I don't think just the act of a Dutch auction, you can call it a cash grab. All that being said, I did more due diligence research into some of the founders that are doxxed this morning, uh, specifically one who was tied into the, the KB24, the Kobe Bryant project that caught a lot of hype, but then essentially the, the founders never even had the permission to do it, which is a pretty egregious red flag to me to having taken on a project like that, not having you know, landed the permission and the rights to, to do so. So all this being said, I'm staying away from this one. Um, certainly the NFT ethics threat kind of caught it onto my attention and, and triggered the additional due diligence. I think they need to dial it back a bit with some of these claims and calling projects scams without full research. And they actually posted more tweets later today saying that they didn't even do you know, full research and the reasons why they can't do full research, which again, I, I felt like is pretty egregious. But also you know, for anyone who's been watching this project, Playing to mint it, particularly if they're playing to mint it because of anything that I've said, want folks to certainly be careful. Do your own research, not financial advice. But if the safest play is always just to sit on the sidelines, watch it. And then if the project has caught more steam in the future, if the founders have proven themselves, then maybe choose to get in then. And that's likely the, the path that I'll be taking. So I just wanted to clear the air, get all that out there. All right, let's move on to some other topics. So Super Bowl hangover. Um, so we did a full Super Bowl preview show on last Friday with Brett. I set the over-under at number of NFT project uh, appearances at three and a half. And I, I was hammering the over. It was a letdown. Um, so technically, from a bet perspective, I think two projects did make an appearance, um, but neither of which were called out by name. Um, so I'm really kind of calling it a zero. Bud Light did a commercial that had the nouns glasses featured, but the nouns product wasn't really announced. And then there was another commercial, and I'm forgetting the name, but there was a Bored Ape logo like under on a wall, like under a bridge uh, that was briefly on screen for one or two seconds. But certainly underwhelming from our expectations. And then the market, the NFT market was certainly hung over Super Bowl Monday as well. So we had two huge daily candles on Saturday and Sunday. I'm showing the Dune Analytics board right now. Saturday came in at 215 million, Sunday at 207 million. Um, so, you know, just huge days, almost 2X the volume that we have been seeing. And then Monday after the, the Super Bowl letdown, hangover, whatever you want to call it, volume cut in half. Uh, we saw about 97 million uh, in volume Monday and today is looking to be more of the same. So certainly a dip. Um, I'd be curious to see if this trend continues or if we you know, pick the liquidity back up, um, but certainly a bit of a hangover Monday. All right, let's get into our third story. This is an interesting one. I just wanted to highlight it uh, more for you know, additional use cases for NFTs and blockchain and crypto. So the story here from Blockworks is a real estate backed NFT sold for $653,000, this Florida four bedroom home. Um, so a little bit more about this one. The, it was all facilitated by a startup called Propy, P-R-O-P-Y. 
which is a blockchain real estate startup. Uh, apparently they essentially pulled a list of potential bidders. Uh, 50 folks did sign up. They had to go through uh, KYC, know your customer process to be able to apply. Ultimately, only two folks ended up getting in and actually bidding on this um, before it finally sold. But I think what's also interesting about this the story is it sold in ETH, right? So um, this is the first US home purchased as an NFT in crypto. So that's pretty significant. Um, and as I understand it, and they say in the article, the winning bidder now holds the NFT signifying ownership on chain. Uh, I wanna see what they say in the, in the article here. Um, I wanna say it's either the, the, the title or the deed is actually what's you know, printed. Uh, or minted into the NFT. So, you know, this is a, a really cool use case. Realistically, it's going to take a good amount of time to work through the regulatory red tape and all the old processes that we're used to, all the middlemen involved in the real estate process before we can get to, you know, more streamlined uh, real estate on the blockchain. But man, it sure is promising. I think two factors that really appeal to me is one, being able to use crypto to, to purchase real estate versus USD or, or other currencies. And then being able to use the real estate as a, a crypto native asset, as collateral. So you could essentially buy a home with ETH, keep your ETH stored in that NFT, use that as collateral. You could do a reverse mortgage and then get uh, essentially a, a monthly cash paycheck based on the value of your home store still stored and priced in ETH, but you can then eventually sell and get your ETH back. So that's a pretty powerful use case. And I'm sure we'll see more and more of these uh, as, this, as this rolls out, but definitely exciting to see here early in the week. All right, that's our top news. Uh, let's go ahead and get into our market segments. Take a look at the weekend movers from our friends at IC Tools. Um, I like IC specifically for this Tuesday update because I've got the three-day view. And it can take a, a nice little look back uh, at the long weekend. If we remove the, the wash trading from audio glyphs, the, the top mover on the board is Azuki's. Uh, Azuki's had a little bit of a quiet week here last week, um, but they came storming back the last few days. We've seen 6,000 ETH traded, several high-end sales. I've seen a few in the 100 range, one in the 200 range, and the floor is rocketed up. It's sitting around 14.4 ETH. Uh, right before the, the show, up from around 9.10 where it settled at. So certainly a big week. The, there just seems to be growing sentiment of this project really being the next blue chip. We're seeing more whales, more influencers on a daily basis getting into the project. So certainly one to watch. A, a new joiner to the board here, number two, Tasty Bones XYZ. 3,700 ETH traded. It's sitting around a 1.5 floor from a 0.069 mint, I want to say, was the mint price. It was definitely a low, a, a low entry. I'm going to show their website here. Um, so you, you see the, the pastel colors. It's the skeleton characters. Um, only a 5,000 supply, which is a little bit you know, nice, lower than we've seen for other projects. Uh, they have some rarity tiers, and they've got a roadmap. Uh, I'm not going to go through the, the whole roadmap on, on this one. Um, but yeah, yeah. so they minted out at 0.069. And 
since has really rocked it up. And I think this also led to some of the hype that Serial Club had. It was the similar pastel colors. I think folks were expecting similar floor price, which is also why that Dutch auction was so heavily anticipated, but um, now likely not as much. And I'm curious if some of the tasty bones fallout has somewhat maybe been related to that as the floor hit 2.5 for tasty bones at one point and has since come down to about 1.5 pre-reveal. Another new project on the board, and I'll come back to MFers, is TOS, The Other Side. It's on 2400 ETH, sits around a 0.69 floor here. Uh, I'm going to quickly show their OpenSea page. It's uh, the, the 3D art style. It's got a little bit of the Clone X vibe. Um, they're describing the product as moonwalkers. They've been discovered on the other side of the moon. 8888 supply. They've got some mythical traits, uh, so on and so forth. Um, and another one that I, I want to say minted out in the low range. I didn't catch the mint price on this one but has been a nice little two or three X for mentors. So a few winners. MFers is one of the, the biggest winners of the week of the year of any project out there right now. Um, over the weekend or into, the, or into yesterday, the four for MFers from Sartoshi ran all the way to like 3.4. Uh, I think it's since retraced to the low to mid twos, like 2.2 to 2.4. But for anyone who's followed this project, it came out at 0.069. Ran to about 0 0.2, 0 0.3 the, the day of the Met. And then it was pretty dusty for a full month. It sat around 0.1, maybe even lower um, through the end of December. And then has really caught storm. There seems to be a community rallying around this meme. It's one of the more memeable projects. That's an absolute fact. Sartoshi pretty well loved in general. Um, and a lot of folks think this one still has legs to run. Um, I'm personally out at, at these prices, but I do respect the community. Uh, the art is cool, and I, and I get the meme. The memes are powerful in NFTs. We've certainly seen that. All right. The, the last product, I, or a few other quick highlights, um, Psychedelics Anonymous, one of the biggest winners of the week. Their floor is up to 3.9. Um, Eden Horde is a new product that I've seen a few of the alpha groups touting. It's done pretty well, already up to 0.5 here out of the gate. Quirkles is a product that, that Keyboard Monkey uh, had bought some of this morning and they seem to be up 200%. Wasn't really on my radar much at all. Um, one product that's not on the board here, it's missing from IC is NFT Worlds. NFT Worlds also one of the biggest winners of the week. That The floor for that metaverse product is nearly nearing eight. The world token is sitting around 0.35. Um, certainly one of, if not the single best performing metaverse uh, NFT product out there. It seems like the, the general market sentiment is just overwhelmingly positive about the, the team and the founders behind that one. So uh, again, it's a pretty high entry point right now, uh, but I've seen some, some whales who are still buying in at these prices. Lastly, I wanna talk about Cool Pets. Um, so we were all very curious to see how the Cool Pets market would react to all the minting delays ahead of the game launching and the milk token. So the milk token actually launched today, uh, just an hour ago. Um, and I'm gonna pull up the, the decks here and, and see, it looks like the, the token price is still sitting at around 0.16. Uh, the conservative price targets for this token were like 0.01, like one cent, based on the, the amount of tokens that were airdropped and the, one, and the amount that would be generated on a daily basis for Cool Cats and Cool Pets owners. Um, but I don't know if it's just day one hype 
everyone just excited for a new NFT token, but it's absolutely ripped. Some early movers have had tremendous success on this coin already. Um, we've already seen stories floating around of folks who made 50, 80 ETH buys right off the gun when the, the liquidity pool opened and have already since 5X their investment. Um, I think the uh, two takeaways for me is if this token price holds up anywhere near here, the cool cats and cool pets are both incredibly undervalued and they're going to move up. Point two, if, the, if milk token can run this hard on day one, what's going to happen with ape token? Ape token is going to go absolutely bananas. Pardon the pun there. Um, but people are going to be firing hundreds of thousands, if not millions at ape token on the launch. Um, if milk can hold up like this. So certainly it's going to be interesting to watch. We've got a new token in the ecosystem as we've got, as we continue into that theme of NFTs X DeFi. All right, uh, so that's our market movers. Let's take a look at one of ones. Uh, so there's one one-on-one piece that I really wanted to highlight today. Uh, a friend of the show, one of our favorites, Alpha Centauri Kid, ACK, minted just his second piece uh, for sale on Super Rare. It's called She Loves Me Not. We see the tagline here, death, defeated, drinks away the pain since the muse chose art over him. Uh, this is a, a reference to his piece that he dropped at the end of last year where he, where ACK in fact was killed or, or died through the piece before coming back to life. Um, so the reserve was met yesterday uh, at 42 ETH, it was a meme bid, 42.069 ETH by Twin Dad. The auction's got three and a half hours to go. I'll be really curious where this one ends. I don't think 42 is going to take the piece. My gut is it's going to be around, it's going to be in the 60 to 80 range, but I wouldn't be surprised uh, if we see a three-digit sale for ACK. So certainly we'll be paying close attention here in the next three hours. All right. That's one of ones. I didn't really catch a whole lot of other notable sales. Uh, we'll take a look here before I post the show notes. And if there's any others, we'll go ahead and, and post them in there. Let's take a look at some of the big project floors, taking a look at the WGMI.io board. Um, overall, it feels like the, the, the high end of the board, the blue chips, if you will, have been slowly creeping up on lower volume. And it feels like a little bit of accumulation ahead of a potential level up for some of these. Um, so just speculation, but let's take a look at some of these. So Board Ape Yacht Club is sitting at 103. It's up 8% on the week. CyberKong's Genesis at 87.5, up 5%. The CryptoPunks have rallied uh, after the huge alien sale last week for 8,000 ETH, um, you know, coming, coming back from all the FUD and negative news around that Sotheby's auction. So they're sitting at 71.5 ETH, up 6% on the week. Uh, if we keep going down to the next level, the mutants, I'm a little surprised. They're kind of holding steady at 20. I thought we'd see some more action there. They're down uh, still 4% on the week at, at 19.99. Uh, we've got CloneX. Another, I feel like quiet week, but they're up 12% to 15.25. Azuki's I covered, they're at 14.4, up 32% on the week. Doodles, another one that essentially chopped on the week. They're sitting at 14. We know space capsules are coming soon, likely in weeks, um, not days or months, but I expect that probably in the next two weeks or so. 
I'd say near the end of February. It'll be really interesting to see how that uh, impacts their floor price. The cats are up big today, up 13% um, just in the last few hours on the milk token drop. So they're at 12.4. Then moving to the, the lower realm under 10, we got World of Women at 9.9, down 10% on the week. The Cyber Kongs at 9. Uh, BAKC holding steady at 8 ETH. Um, and then let's see any, any others to call out here. Let's check in on our, our Meebits and Toads. Meebits are sitting at 3 ETH, down 14%. Um, did I lose Cryptoads here? Yeah, Cryptoads at 2.65, uh, up 2% on the week. I think what's going to be really interesting for me personally is if, M if MFers flip Cryptoads. Uh, they're both very memeable CCO type projects with strong communities. Uh, I'll be very curious if we see any rotation from project to project. All right, well, that's our PFPs. Let's take a look at the art blocks floors here uh, from the same page. So starting with Fidenzas, we're, we're showing the floor at 60, uh, but I wanna say there was a Fidenza sale for 45 here this morning was the chatter I saw. So the, the gen art world just continues to, to drop, unfortunately. You know, keep waiting for a rebound. It doesn't seem to be coming anytime soon. Uh, and the floor prices pretty much reflect that with elevated deconstruction at 45 ringers at 35 ETH down 16% on the week. Um, I think the, the lone bright spot, really, I'm, I'm not going to cover all these, is squiggles. Um, so the chromie squiggles sit at nine. They, they got to 10 yesterday, um, up over 30% on the week. Um, there was a picture servicing for WAGMI United. Uh, we're all going to make it United, a, a soccer jersey that actually featured the squiggle on the front of the jersey. Um, and I think that picture alone is likely what you know caused the surge. And of course, the old bet that you know squiggles are the founding project of Art Blocks, um, and kind of like the crypto punks type bet on the generative art and art blocks ecosystem. So that one feels like a pretty strong bet. Don't really expect those to, to be going anywhere, um, but definitely the big winners uh, of the week and really not too much else to report on other than the new curated drop from Monday. And I missed this one. I was doing a show. It came down and minted out at the 0.2 ETH price range, uh, likely in a gas war. So I'm expecting the, the average price is probably you know 0.25 to 0.3 ETH. Uh, to mint this, but uh, it's done, the collection has done very well. It's sitting at 0.63 floor here. So in, in a nice little 2X for anyone who minted it. I've seen a lot of positive reaction and market sentiment on this one. Um, and 300 ETH traded a little bit lower than we've seen for some of the other bigger name sets uh, in their first few days. Um, so yeah. I'll be curious to see you know, how this one moves here over the next few days, but certainly a nice early win uh, for Andre Tiempos. All right, that takes us through Art Blocks. Uh, I want to quickly check in on Treasure Dow and the Magic Ecosystem. Uh, I posted a tweet this morning, just kind of catching everyone up on some of the floor prices. And I want to talk a little bit about each of the projects. So the Genesis Legions, and the Aux Legions. The Genesis are sitting at 16,000 magic right now, about a 24 ETH floor. And the Aux Legions are at 1,500, 2.2 ETH floor. So essentially at this point, 
all of the, the gaming components of Ridge World are live. Uh, we had summoning rolled out first, then questing. And lastly, the crafting, where the, the treasures come into play to, to build the parts, to build uh, the harvesters for that harvest mine are now live. So the game is full, fully going and out there. And the, the general market volume seems to be on the up as more folks appear to be buying into the ecosystem. Small brains and small bodies uh, have seen a nice uptick as well. So the small brains sit at 3,500 or 5.2 ETH floor. The breaking news on them from this morning was uh, a, a snippet was released from an upcoming white paper or announcement for them, essentially saying that males will be able to breed or mate daily, females only once per week. Um, so what this did is essentially increase the demand for the females, which had been previously underpriced to, the, to their male counterparts for this project fairly significantly, you know, about a 30 to 40% um, market difference in, in pricing. So we actually saw those flip this morning as now the males are cheaper than the females due to this breeding mechanism uh, ahead of some additional announcements for the small brains with some treasure farming to start soon. And then of course, breeding, which I announced where um, the small brains, males and females will be able to breed young small brains babies, which will then go out on quests to find Magic coconuts, and no, I, I'm not making that up. That's that is what is happening with this game. Lastly, Seeds of Life uh, from Jumpman, uh, one of the founders of that project. They are going to be rolling out their white paper, outlining all the details for that game uh, this Friday. Uh, we saw some surge in action last night as that floor ripped all the way up to 3,000 Magic 4.5 ETH, uh, effectively. The other big announcement there is Jumpman was announced as the lead of Trove, the marketplace in Treasure Dow, which will be an OpenSea competitor. The idea behind Trove is it will be on Arbitrum. Um, so you'll have L2 gas prices, but the vision is to also connect to ETH NFTs in the back end. All right, just a few technical difficulties there, but we are back. Uh, just finished walking through our Treasure Dow update. Um, now I just want to focus on one upcoming drop here. Uh, for the week, that being Cameo Pass. So we touched on Cameo Pass uh, earlier in a previous show. You know, uh, from my perspective, the bull case for Cameo Pass is a, a few things. So one, they've got some high-end artists tied to this. You know, Burt Toast from Doodles, Vinnie Hager, Luke McGarry. Um, and also for me, it's just the, the brand and the general market sentiment around the, the brand. Cameo Pass is pretty universally loved, or at least it seems to be, especially in the NFT and crypto space. Um, and lastly, this is their Genesis NFT. So, you know, if they can really build a brand uh, for NFTs, you can expect Genesis reward holders to typically be rewarded. Um, on the, the bear side, you know, the potential risks here, it's a 0.2 mint at 10K supply. Um, so certainly a, a higher mint price there. Um, or actually, I'm seeing there's only 6,000 supply. Okay, so so a lower supply, which that, that is good, um, but still 0.2 is a bit higher on the entry side compared to what we see uh, for other projects. So a little bit uh, of risk there. And I'm not 100% sure if these are each additions and there's essentially only going to be three NFTs. I think that's how it's going to work. 
Um, so of course, whenever you are into an addition style project, there's always going to be a bit more cell pressure um, than, than your others where each NFT is specifically unique. Um, but we've already had almost half the supply minted, 2,800 are out on the market. I'm going to show their open C page here. The floor is over mint, so it's sitting right around 0.27 or so. Uh, we're showing about 37 ETH traded so far on the secondary. Not a huge number, um, but also you know, not a huge surprise. You know, we've got the public sale, which is coming at the same price, so it's going to be 0.2. Um, so there will get to be a point where folks will, will likely just wait for the public sale. Um, but again, the higher these get, the more likely it's going to be uh, a huge gas war there for point two. So we'll certainly be watching this one over the next few days um, and really seeing what Cameo as a product and brand has planned for their NFT because it could certainly be, see it being big. All right, that's it. Covered everything on the docket for today. As always, thanks to our listeners and viewers for tuning in today. We will be back on Friday. Uh, with Brett Ritchie to break down the week's action in, in NFTs. Till then, stay safe out there. Goodbye.